Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Dan Potter, host of the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. And these are the Damp Otter Files, conversations with Tulsa's most fascinating people. Orchestras, Tulsa has quite a few for a city its size. There's the Tulsa Symphony Orchestra, the TCC Signature Symphony, the TU Symphony Orchestra, and most recently, the Tulsa People's Orchestra. The TPO was founded in 2021 and is open to anyone who wants the chance to perform at community events in an ensemble that keeps growing. Last season, the orchestra had nearly 70 musicians. The sign-up for the TPO's fourth season is now underway with rehearsals beginning this weekend. Benjamin Ray is the founder and conductor of the Tulsa People's Orchestra. He's also the orchestra conductor at Tulsa Central High School for the Fine and Performing Arts. He's a young guy with a passion for getting folks who used to play an instrument in orchestra or band to pick that instrument back up and start making music again. I started this organization in 2021 um, because basically I, I had just graduated within the last two years in 2021. And I, I noticed a lot of my friends were graduating. And um, for me, I was a music major at uh, University of North Texas. I did music education, but a lot of my friends um, either didn't go into music or, um, you know, had stopped after high school and they, and they just stopped playing. And it, it really, to me was a big shame. Cause I'm thinking, man, you know, you put 13, 12 years into this instrument, you bought your own instrument, you took, you know, paid thousands of dollars for private lessons. And where, where is that all going? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, all my music teachers taught me, you know, music is you can take with you your whole life. So I just, it, it really bothered me to see all my uber talented friends um, in the Tulsa area from all these great, you know, uh, band programs and orchestra programs, just giving up their instruments. So it was kind of a way at first to get my friends back together and playing. Um, and it's turned into something I, I um, could have never dreamed, I don't think. Yeah, I, I was, I heard somebody just the other day say, People think of music as an object that we consume and stuff. And it, mm. it, it's really more of an act and, and a social gift that we can give each other, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and beyond just music itself, large group ensemble music making is something that people who have it never want to lose it. It's, right. it's, it's something so special to be in sync 
and be expressive with 60 plus people. It's, there's just really not a lot like it. I uh, speak to a lot of band banquets and I, I do talk directly to, I, because I know the majority of the students I'm talking to when they graduate or whether it's from high school or from college, at some point when they graduate, they're going to set their instrument down and they're probably not going to yeah. pick it up for decades maybe. And I talk about the actual things that they still will carry with them even if they don't play. But playing is always better. You know, you keep those skills yeah. going. You keep your brain sharp. Um, so, okay, let's say I'm super rusty. I'm an old percussionist. Is there a oh, spot yeah. for me in the <laughs> Tulsa People's Orchestra? Awesome. Um, actually, so, you know, as, as the... I'm going to take a little back backstory before I say before I let you in or not. <laughs> okay. Um, in, in 2021, we you know we didn't really know what we were going to get. We just knew um, we we wanted to start this ensemble. And we thought based on you know the Broken Arrow, the Owasso, the Jinx, Union, Busy, all these great programs. We're like these people are out there. If we're if we're out here, they're definitely out there. And and they were our first season. We filled up at 50, 53 people um, out of nowhere. And, um, you know, each season we've kind of built about five to seven new members every year. Looks like we're about at 67 people. So that's a good thing, uh, but also a, a good problem to have because, um, you know, you need a, a, a balance for orchestra. You, yeah. you don't really want more than... Um, two oboes or things start to sound like um, the pond over by my house. But uh, um, we, we have been very creative, I think, in talking to the leadership team and thinking, well, you know, how can we include more people? How can we extend our reach? And um, one thing we came up with, because I um, am a marching uh, band teacher, or, well, band in general at uh, Tulsa Central, um, you know, I wasn't really wanting to do anything too crazy with the orchestra um, in this in the fall. Mm. Um, typically, our season runs January to June. We rehearse, and then once it's April, we rehearse and we start performing. Um, and so we thought, okay, what if we did like a chamber season in the fall? So this year, we actually piloted our chamber season. So uh, we had a brass choir, we had a flute choir, a clarinet choir percussion ensemble, a cello choir. And we, we just started all these little groups because we had, you know, 25 clarinets lined, you know, signed up and, um, um, you know, one bassoon. So we're like, what? you know, what do we, how can we utilize these people and give them the TPO experience? And it went wonderful. We, we were able to keep our musicians playing in this chamber season and, um, our, our clarinet choir, for example, we were able to take way more clarinet players than we, um, you know, typically could in the, in the full orchestra season. So if we can't take someone immediately, we can take them in the fall, um, at least until we can do a chamber, you know, a chamber season kind of full, full year round. Are there sections of the orchestra you have no problem getting the minimum number that you want and others that you go looking, you know, for an oboe player or a bassoon player or third violin? Yeah, and those, and those bigger, you know, the winds, the woodwinds and the brass are, are typically pretty well stocked um, just because we have a lot of great, great band programs in this town. Yeah. And we have, we have a few really great string programs. There's just not uh, string programs in every school. Um, so we definitely are always welcoming um, new string players. Um, however, it's looking pretty good this year. But 
I would say um, I think our brass choir is going to be something in the future that Tulsa is going to have no problem, okay. you know, making a big thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's all fun and um, it really keeps people playing and keeps, um, you know, I played in the cello choir this year and I've had, you know, less than three years of cello. Just I just it's something I wanted to do. And I it was just a great experience to show up every week on Sunday with my cello and, and just learn some technique. Uh, meet some great people and um, you know, play some great music and learn learn a few things. So that was that was wonderful. So you have pretty much every talent level represented. Is that right? Am I kind of envisioning it right? Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, as far as like uh, what instruments and musics are well, played, is that what you mean? Yeah. I guess I, I'm I'm trying to get a sense of how someone who may still be proficient, very proficient on their instrument. Um, and someone who is super rusty, um, how they, how, how do you make music with that diverse talent level? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, uh, we like to do for, for example, we had a flute player who hadn't played in 25 years. Mm. Now, mind you, she had played the first 25 years of her life, but then another 25 elapsed. Um, and she, you know, the way that I design, um, season you know i'm a music educator i i understand their struggles um so there's some simple um exercises and um things that if they just start doing um i would say even just about a month before we start will bring them a bit to a very confident place you know actually what i have noticed too dan um and it, and this might go for your for your percussion chops as well <laughs> you will you will surprise yourself Every, every musician who has come and stuck through it and had the courage um, to be vulnerable and to make mistakes um, and to maybe sound bad for a little bit, little bit um, they have come through and felt more confident and more comfortable on their instrument than they ever have. Mm. And I thought that's such an interesting sentiment, you know, the power of music and the power of muscle memory related to music. You, you, you may think you lose and you may feel like you lost it for a while. I just, I... I have so much proof and evidence within our orchestra that that's just not true. All of that's really in your brain me. somewhere. You just have to find the path to it. And yeah, that, that yeah. requires, I love the way you put it, the, the, the courage to be vulnerable, because that is what it feels like when you're in a yeah. big ensemble and you're going, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh God, you're, you're vulnerable. Yeah, especially if we if we add you on to the crash symbol and you got one note. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! A junior high band director said, and I was on crash symbols, and I, I kind of made this little timid crash. And he said, "No, if you're gonna play on the wrong beat, which I was, I want you to splatter it off the back wall of the auditorium. I want you to play it loud and with confidence." <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's yeah. been that's been my career ever since. Uh, one beat <laughs> off, but really loud and confident. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, that explains a lot, I'll have to say. <laughs> well, okay. So that kind of explains, before we leave the the membership part of it, um, what do people, if they're hearing this and they're thinking, okay, I want to give this a try, what do they need to do? Our Facebook and social media is managed by um, our outreach director, Jeremy Wright. And I just think he does a fantastic job of, of connecting um, and being really clear about how to join and information. So if you go to either our Instagram, Tulsa People's Orchestra, or our Facebook, that, which is the same name, uh, everything is pretty clearly on there. There's a sign-up okay. form. Um, the post has um, 
you know, a lot of information on that second slide about when rehearsals are and uh, the season duration and all that is is all listed pretty pretty well. Where do you get your funding? Is it self-funded by the members? The first round of operational funds is all uh, member tuition. Um, it's it's at 150. We do have financial needs scholarships available, um, and and we're pretty generous with those as long as they can demonstrate a need. Or if they're a student, it's automatic. Um, and then uh, after that point, you know, I we think that tuition is important as well. We've noticed that if people if people buy in, they they stay bought in, and then um, it they really make a commitment. I think. I think it's important. And, and they also understand that our organization is a service organization. Um, so they, they know that they're donating to a great cause as well and to their experience. Um, after that operational funding, um, all of our kind of development funds is what I call it, um, have come from a good chunk has come from uh, the Tulsa Performing Arts Center, uh-huh. which has been uh, just, it has been the biggest difference in the last uh, season and this next season going forward of just their investment in us and um, basically they've partnered with us and uh, we've become what's called an Orbit partner, Orbit Arts. Um, and so Orbit was originally a TPAC um, Performing Arts Center um, initiative to put you know arts um, exposure and opportunities in the community um, and so they had a bunch of classes and then I think after the pandemic they said okay you know, we have 18 classes. How can we support what's already happening? And and Tulsa People's Orchestra was already happening, already, mm. you know, garnering members. And they just thought, okay, we have this mission and they um, they um, support us financially each year because uh, we, we have the same mission. It's bringing arts to the people. It's elevating the arts in Tulsa. And we're um, already a lot. It's a really great fun, fun to have. And then we have um, two other sponsors that's been really wonderful. Um, the Ida Red General Store. Uh, they have a few um, sh- uh, gift gift shops, Tulsa-based. You know, sure. um, it's a local store. Um, lots of Tulsa goods in there, and they've uh, you know sponsored different things, or T-shirts, and they've been really really kind to us. Um, and the last one I wanted to mention was um, uh, Southwoods Nursery. They've been uh, really supportive. Southwoods has donated their plants from their nursery just to make our shows beautiful and um, if we're in a less organic space to make it more organic and um, just pleasing. So, Are your performance venues for this coming season set or do you know where people can see you yet this spring? We're still fine tuning, getting people down with dates. I know what I, I would like to do, but um, we're still waiting on a few things. Um, oh, yeah. This would be the third year in a row that we would um, be at the Guthrie Green uh, for Mayfest. And that's always a blast because it's just a great space. Everybody comes sure. out to the May Festival and um, Tulsa it's in the art district. Um, and yeah, that's a great time. Uh, we also, our first concert though is, is at the Performing Arts Center. We are a part of the Orbit Arts Festival. We're usually last on. And um, what's cool is uh, the my friend uh, Jeremy Stevens at. Uh, I, ju- I was just about to ask you if Jeremy was behind <laughs> all of that. Jer- I'm I'm a huge yeah. Jeremy Stevens fan. Yeah. Oh, we are. We are. We go. We go pretty far back now with this orbit stuff. So he the, he's one of the ones who got us um, hooked up with that. Um, but yeah, the, the TPAC has a youth choir called the TPAC Youth Choir. 
um, Jeremy conducts them. And then he also has another choir that he conducts um, called the Voices of Unity. And so those two choirs have kind of been our, our, our buddies. Um, we'll, we'll always program one piece for choir and orchestra. And so at the Arts Festival and at Mayfest, you'll get to see Tulsa People's Orchestra and two choirs wow. um, at the Williams Theater downtown and then at Mayfest on Guthrie Green. And that's always that that's a great time. If you haven't seen that many people, you know, all performing at once, it's, it's special. Are you still looking for venues and what, what kind of performance spaces would be appropriate? Anyone is welcome to message us on Instagram or Facebook and, and it will go directly to me um, or our leadership team. Um, we we are still open to venues. I pretty much got them locked down for this year, but we're we're welcome, uh, welcoming ideas and new, new spaces. You know, our mission is is uh, a lot like uh, the mission that um, our Grand Nationals from Marching Band was. It's music for all, yeah. music for all, and we really believe that we have to uh, change things up and keep things new and go to place places. Uh, one of our phrases is going where orchestras don't go. You know, we we aren't uh, we are a volunteer group. We we're not bound by a union or anything like that. And so because of that, we're able to go. Uh, one of our concerts last year, or I guess it was two years ago, was at the uh, Greenwood Cultural Center um, uh, on on the other side of the highway, where the um, uh, Food on the Move passes out groceries. So we thought, wouldn't it be sweet mm. and beautiful to um, people are getting their groceries for hmm. for the month or for the week, and and there they are hearing a full orchestra for them. Oh you know, God, yeah. that's kind of our service um, oriented concerts. We always do one of those per season. Um, so we are definitely open to uh, new ideas for service concerts. I think you've got something here, Benjamin Ray, that is going to grow and become a real fixture in the arts community in Tulsa. And uh, I look forward to helping you in any way I can. Keep making music, Benjamin Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Benjamin Ray, founder and conductor of the Tulsa People's Orchestra. For more information on how to join the TPO, just search Tulsa People's Orchestra on Facebook or Instagram. I'm Dan Potter. Until next time, thanks for listening. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen 